everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Simon and Ross podcast. Joined as always by my esteemed colleague, Simon Parker. Hello. We decided to come back, didn't we, and do a, another series on something different this time, seeing as how yeah. we've exhausted to death the concept of our top 10 albums, <laughs> which after the last podcast, it was revealed that we know absolutely fuck all about. <laughs> <laughs> the things that we think we know the most about ever. Top 10, my ass. <laughs> as, as, Jim, as Jim Royal would say. <laughs> um, so, so we were trying, we were going back and forth about um, what we would be a good next subject to look at, and, um, and we're still we not decided. So we decided to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the definition of filler. Or <laughs> filler, no killer. <laughs> So we've, we've, we've gone for something that we're both, I guess, equally passionate about me more recently, actually, and that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm glad you used the proper, uh, uh, the proper title for it. Well done. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm officially a, a Marvel nerd now. Well, I've, what what made you what made you um, change your mind? Is there just one that you watched and you thought, actually, this is better than I thought, or did you just think, you know, I'm being too stubborn here. I, I, I need to watch them and form my own opinion. Or there was a bit of it was a bit of both because first of all, I, I'd, I'd only seen sort of bits and bats of, of different films, yeah. and I was just completely turned off by them. And to be honest, at one point. Um, I was quoted, not, not, not in any famous sort of reference or anything like that, but I could have been quoted as saying that my, own, my only, um, uh, the only superhero movie that I actually liked was Batman. Right. Um, anything from Chris Nolan and before. Um, anything from Nolan's Batman prior. And, and they were the only ones that I really liked. Um, and then I watched the first um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Right, okay. Which was... Um, uh, homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. And it wasn't... No, yeah, because the amazing Spider-Man was... Is it Andrew Garfield? Uh, that was Andrew Garfield. And then Spider-Man 1, 2 and 3. The other one, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. So and I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't that bothered about any of them. But when I saw Homecoming, I thought, wow, what a class film. And they sort of redid Peter Parker, didn't they? Um, he's no longer this sort of, like you know, um, young man working full-time for the for a, a newspaper is actually yeah. a young boy in school. Well, it's, um, we, we, had this, we had this conversation the other day and uh, we, we're try, trying to work out why these ones worked better than the last ones. Uh, and I, you could argue, I, I mean, the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, I wouldn't say it was amazing, I think it was the all right Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> the all right Spider-Man, you can see yeah. why I didn't call it that though. Yeah, um, was actually quite good and it, it, it the only problem is that i think un, unless you really haven't paid attention to anything apart from sitting in a hut reading daily mail uh <laughs> newspapers for the last 20 years everyone knows how spider-man becomes spider-man yeah um and i think the only problem with the amazing or, or the average spider-man <laughs> Yeah, they had to tell the, tell the story again. Whereas I think when he landed in the, the MCU, uh, which we'll refer to uh, 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, yeah. he's already formed. So you haven't got all the bullshit of him being yeah. a teenager and, and becoming Spider-Man and learning everything and starting from scratch again. Because that, that was my only worry, because I thought, if they do that again, it'll be the third time in a decade they've retold that same story. Yeah. Yeah. And they ju- they didn't they they didn't they start. Well, I don't know why they I don't know why they bothered doing it again with Andrew Garfield. I don't know. I never really understood the point because um, I, th- I think because <laughs> for me, Tobey Maguire is the definition of a, an absolute Sally wet one. Um, <laughs> actors. I mean, there's, there's only one film I've ever enjoyed with him in, and that was Pleasantville, and he was an absolute wet tea bag in that as well. Yeah. Uh, and I just think I'm, I'm just I just don't like him as an actor. I find him so boring um, and and uncharismatic. And then Andrew Garfield, there, there was nothing particularly wrong with him. Um, do you think he looks a little bit like Andy Murray? Yeah, so funny. <laughs> well, there we go. That, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> we'll go out and go out and high. That was the. There's, there's the grand reveal. I was supposed to save that till the end. Yeah, you've ruined it now. Uh, I've done a yeah. jingle for that and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I could think when I was watching that, The Amazing Spider-Man, was should you, need, should you not be at Wimbledon? Should you not be sourcing well, out the Grandmaster? You see, uh, I, uh, I, I got bitten by uh, a spider and then I, I, could, I could play tennis very well. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> John Major, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's been Spider-Man. He won't get very far. But uh, yeah, so that, that was the, that was the no, first I, thing. Was... No, I tell you, Doctor Doom, leave me alone. <laughs> so my, that was the first thing when I thought, well, that's the first Marvel film I've actually enjoyed. And then I'd actually seen the first Avengers film um, when right. it first came out. And I, and I really didn't like it. And it's because... Um, I just could not get to grips with all of these. I think I was just so close-minded when it comes to. Uh, you think I was talking about sort of race or sexuality? I'm actually just talking about Marvel <laughs> superheroes. I was so close-minded when it. Well, came they, to, they, oh, they, do, they do. They do. They do touch on many sensitive subjects. So you know. They do. Uh, they I, do. I and, and, and I was. I sort of felt I couldn't. We we over overwhelmed. Is that what it was? Do you think there was just? Well, I don't so know. I just thought it was. I just thought it was really sad. Like all these superheroes, <laughs> like together in a room, bickering yeah. with each other, and sort of in the banter that was going back and forth, and the jokes at the time when I saw it, I just thought this is absolute garbage. And then from then, I, I just got us completely binned it off for years yeah. and years and years. And the next time I went back to it was to watch Infinity War. Right. And I watched it with Fatima and we were just scrolling through films. Oh, what should we watch tonight? You know, and, and I was like, Infinity War. I was like, I didn't even know how many Avengers films there'd been. By the, you know, I, I didn't know about Age of Ultron. I didn't even know it had been released. Um, and all of a sudden there's this Infinity War and I thought the front cover looks quite good. And I was like, oh, sorry, let's... let's. We, that's, watch- how Charlotte, that's how Charlotte chooses all of her films and they're they always rubbish. They are Normally always rubbish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the better the cover, the shit of the film. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I was like, oh, you know, we'd been sort of at the string of a load of dark horror films for a few nights. And we, and, yeah. and we were like, let's watch something lighter. And so we put Infinity War on. And, and my opinion and experience of it could not have been more polarised than yeah. how I felt about the first time I watched Avengers. 
So I was like, and, and this is a while ago now. This is this is probably about a year and a half ago that I saw Infinity War for the first time, and I was like, my God, that was a bloody good film. That was in that was so good. And then Fatima was like, oh, um, Endgame is coming out in the cinema like in a few months, and everyone's like, any Marvel fan is absolutely up, like you yeah. know really pumped for the this Endgame. I, th- I do, oh. I do think I, if it had been this year, obviously we're recording this in the middle of the uh, the pandemic. Um, and everything's been delayed. Can you imagine how many virgins would have committed suicide if it had been delayed to October? <laughs> <laughs> that is, you rotten bastard. <laughs> it's true. I, I mean, if I, I, I mean, I, I've been there with a lady, and and I, you know, it would have been tough for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> she, she has let you venture down south. <laughs> so for some classic intercom. Well, it's, it, I mean, Endgame, it's one of the highest grossing um, movies of all time, isn't it now? Yeah. It's up there with Avatar and Titanic. I think they're the top three um, in, in, in the world. Um, and I'd, 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 I'd watch that, I'd watch that once a day, every day for my entire life, so I never have to watch Avatar again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I don't know why people do. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't no, get I don't it. Really. I've, I've tried. I've tried, honestly. I'd, I rather, I'd rather watch um, Fern Gully, I think. <laughs> was, it, was it Fern Gully? Was that the thing that it was really similar to? I, th- I think, is that the one where Elton John does a song at the end? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've I watched it, but I I, I didn't. And right at the end, I so, thought, oh, Nelton John song. <laughs> <laughs> so we went we went to the um, we went to the cinema to to watch Endgame, and again, what a bloody experience that was seeing that in the cinema. It was awesome, and then uh, and yeah, and then I was kind of like, oh well, I need at some point I need to go back and and start again in all this, which is exactly what I did uh, about yeah. three weeks ago. I've, I started right at the beginning and um, watched all the Marvel films in order, not in order of release, but in order of uh, events occurred. So if you yeah. watch them in chronological order of events, starting with Captain America and ending with Endgame. Yeah. Um, and I watched one or two a day uh, in, in order. And um, yeah, just absolutely fantastic. I've, I've, I've gone from not actively disliking it to adoring it you know thinking it's absolutely buying amazing. t-shirts of marvel yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about it non-stop um so it's just so, yeah. so as someone that knew you before before lockdown <laughs> you you emerge <laughs> covered in captain america tattoos and avengers <laughs> t-shirts you've changed ross you've changed i emerge with the art of america <laughs> um yeah, so so that I, I I thought it was a it was a really good time to do a Marvel podcast because it's fresh in my memory, yeah. um, and and I've it's probably, you know, in terms of sort of um, uh, sagas and trilogies and groups of films, the, the the Marvel films I've never looked at them as a bundle, but now I do completely j- yeah. just as much as I do with Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're just as much of a legitimate bun- like box set. Yeah. Um, as, as those. If, so, not, if, not, if not more as well, because 
It's like, like we were saying the other day. I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine them making a, a, a Merry and Pippin spinoff. I, I don't I, think I you, you'd it. you'd watch it, but you 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 kind of be thinking, oh, the she warning this in. You as in me, or me as in the collective we? Uh, let, let's say you as in you for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I I I I don't know. I I just couldn't. I just couldn't imagine. I suppose it's different because uh, because the 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 Marvel the, the MCU is an ongoing thing, whereas I suppose Lord of the Rings is a finite amount of films. Even if this stretch one book out to three films, it's um, we we know it begins and ends, don't we? I suppose. Whereas this yeah. is c- continuing to to go. Well, I don't know. I don't know um, much about the. Well, I don't know anything really about the um, Marvel comics. So I don't know just how far the story goes past Thanos, and if Thanos even exists in the comic books. I yeah, really he does. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, if if you'd asked me about eighteen months ago, I was all over that shit. <laughs> uh, I had hundreds of Marvel comics, and eventually I ended up getting rid of them all. <laughs> um, it's it, it, he, he is in them. Obviously, there is changes, and it, it, there there is um, you know he does get a gauntlet, and he, he does kind of do what he what he does in the films to an extent. Um, there, there are a lot of characters in the in the comics that are in the comics but aren't in the film version of what goes on. Right. Um, there's a few. Uh, um, I'm trying to remember. There's a guy. He's hinted. He's hinted at at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy two. You know where the big golden woman. Can't remember her name. Um, the, the, the queen of the uh, the creep. Yeah. She yeah. she goes. Oh, and uh, I, I I will make this man. I shall call him Adam. Yeah. Um, that's a reference to uh, Adam. Uh, Woody App from EastEnders. <laughs> I can't remember his surname. Um, <laughs> uh, Adam, Adam, it'll come to me. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's he's supposed to be in uh, you know, what goes on with Thanos, uh, and he's he's a big part of it. Um, and I think that was dropped in to make you think that he was going to be, um, but he wasn't. I can't remember his name. Well, you know what I first thought? Cause I got it. I got it a bit um, twisted because. When when she first said it, I said he's on about Black Adam. The Rock's playing him, but that's a DC thing, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, I've never heard of it. <laughs> I have that completely wrong, but I know there's a, there's a superhero or someone called Black Adam or something. Right. And, uh, uh, <laughs> unless I please, if anybody's listening to this, correct me. But I, I, that is my, I that, that is my only that is one of my concerns about this about this is just us talking about we we don't know the facts <laughs> we don't know. And okay. There might be, pe- there might be people that... People <laughs> shit I suppose. Uh, I'm still trying to find, remember what this, this guy called Adam. I, 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 I still think we'll be far more accurate and legitimate than, our, than the very people that are leading the country. I su- well, there is that. There is that. Um, Although the, the future of civilization isn't dependent on the evolution of the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Uh, I think it might help the economy. Um, <laughs> Adam. Adam Warlock, of course. Adam Warlock. He's quite a big part of um, the Thanos um, story, but it obviously isn't in it at so all. Is Adam Warlock a good guy? Uh, yeah, I think. He's like an anti-hero? Or? Uh, Adam Warlock, originally known as him or Adam, is a fictional character appearing in the American comic books. But no, so, so I, I think, 
you know, the you know, the scary thing is that Infinity War and Endgame could have been there could have been even more people in it. <laughs> and there should yeah. have been even more people in it. Um and the thing is watching it as well. I, I, have you rewatched Infinity War since you've done all this? Um, I've, I've seen each film twice. Yeah. So I've, 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 I saw them once for the first time. <laughs> twice for the second time. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's some groundbreaking truths coming out today. <laughs> He heard it. He watched it. He watched it first for the first time. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I, I watched them all. Uh, obviously, I only watched. We only finished it. Finished it off last week. Um, so at the end, of, at the end of that, you watched Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Then that's fine. That's the question I was asking. So, okay. so did it make did it make more sense and all the people Absolutely. coming back into it? Yeah. Yeah, I appreciated it so much more the the second time round. Yeah, uh, which 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 was also the second time I watched it. Um, it made it made it, it, it all just fitted together nicely. But I, I can um, imagine if you didn't know who the characters were, you'd be thinking, right, I'm getting into this bit now. What, what's that green woman doing on the screen now? What what's that about? Well, you know the guy you kept confused. Why are they me. in space? <laughs> I, I kept at the end of you know I kept saying to Fatima, who the hell? This is Samuel L. Jackson in this? Why does he keep appearing at the end of films? Like, what's the importance? Yeah. She kept saying, "Oh, that's Nick Fury," and I'm like, "I had no idea who he was." So oh, he, he, he heads up Shield, and I was like, I was yeah. vaguely aware of Shield, and uh, I, I know that there's a, a spin-off series of the Agents of Shield, but yeah. it meant absolutely nothing to me. And it's not until you go back, um, well, he first appears at the end of the first Captain America film, doesn't he? Um, uh, because he's the one. Well, that- I- yeah, uh, well, if you're going in chronological order, yes, but in, he he appears at the end of the first Iron Man in, in yeah, regards to release. Uh, so when Captain America wakes up, yeah, at the end of the first Captain America, when he gets pulled from the ice, yeah, is that after the first Iron Man? Yes. Right. Okay. So it's like 2011 or something, isn't it? It's like yeah. Well, they're, they're obviously. Years. That's the only downside to watching it in chronological order because the bulk of it is set in the forties. Yeah, forties. But yeah. then the last the last ten minutes is set just before Avengers. Yeah. Um, so technically, if you watched it in chronological order, you'd stop watching um, when he goes in the ice, and then just watch a ten minute bit in between um, <laughs> in yeah. between Thor yeah. and uh, and Avengers. Yeah. yeah. The um, I kind of felt like uh, it was a little bit like um, you know when they released James Bond uh, Spectre, yeah, with Christoph Waltz, yeah, and it was the whole you know everything that's happened to Bond was all in the background. It was this elusive Spectre, yeah, that was orchestrating everything that had happened to him, and 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 Marvel's a little bit like that, isn't it? Um, because Thanos, like everything that's gone on to the Avengers, yeah, yeah. is all Thanos is doing. Like he's manipulating these different armies yep. and these different um, different planets and galaxies and races. Yeah, and everything that's going on is essentially him fucking shit up as he's going around collecting his little Infinity Stones. Yeah, yeah, and I quite like that. Is uh, L- little little <laughs> little Infinity Stones? Do you get them from Beaver Brooks on the way? <laughs> <laughs> He was an amazing villain. 
Um, but just, just because he almost wasn't a villain in a way. Yeah. Because he was like, um, he was weirdly moral. Like, I mean, in, in his own fucked up way, in his own messed up way, he genuinely thought that what he was doing was for the good of the universe. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and they actually they actually go to sort of uh, not say that he was right, but there, there's a certain point in Endgame when they kind of go, you know, well, you know, I, I saw dolphins in the, in the sea near, near the harbour for the first yeah. time ever, so, and um, you know, the, the 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 this is getting not existential, but it's getting bigger than it should be for a, a, a tin pot podcast, but. You know, there there is too many people in the world. <laughs> you know, so you know, <laughs> I'm not saying go out and kill them all. Obviously, that's 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 not that's uh, uh, that's not what I'm, I'm saying. Stand down. <laughs> yeah, stand down. Um, but you know, there is there is a population problem, um, and I, it does kind of touch on that in Endgame, doesn't it? Um, well, yeah, I mean, there is a, there is there is a there, there is context with which yeah. to put it in, in modern yeah. day. Um, it's just very much to the extreme. Oh, I mean, it's the wrong way to do it. Obviously, I don't. I don't condone any of it. <laughs> you don't have to have any Infinity Stones, do you? Uh, I've got a, a cubic cubic Sakona from uh, from uh, H Samuels um, that I've got on a chastity belt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, a poor man Thanos. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, ju- I just need to get. I need to get one of them. You know those color changing rings that you get. The mood change- ring. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to put them right, right on the uh, on the gooch. <laughs> just go into any gift shop. I'm sure they'll fit it for you. <laughs> I think that there's um, they're all good films, but there's definitely more um, well-rounded and fuller characters. Yeah. And so, like Captain America, for example, I think it's it's a strange one, really, because you that character could have been played by a lot of people. Um, okay. But bloody hell, what's his name now? Not Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans actually did an amazing. Yeah. Although, in the, although I will say in the first Captain America film, superimposing his face on that skinny little body was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it was so strange. And it wasn't even that good how they did it. Like, <laughs> some parts, his body had moved and I felt like his face was about half a second behind him. Um, I, I think a lot, a lot of it, though, um, they actually his body and just shrunk it in post. So it was his body. I, I believe. Yeah, it didn't look good. It did not look good. It looked really uh, dated and badly done. I mean, I think at, I think at the time, at the time, it seemed like it was amazing. I must admit, because because uh, I'd seen that before, I'd seen Avengers, and I, and I, I didn't really know who Chris Evans was. I didn't notice. <laughs> it could have been him, and and then ha- how they would have been penis or anything like that. Yeah, oh, in the Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, I've never seen that. Um, but no, it's I mean, that is uh, true. So. I, it's I, I didn't notice the first time, and it's it's only um, over the years you sort of look back and you think, oh yeah. <laughs> it, it, looked 
it looked terrible. I, I even, I was watching the film and I said to Fatima, I said, uh, I'm going to have to put my glasses on. My eyes are going a bit funny. And it wasn't that my eyes going funny at all. It was the effect of that bad. It was just blurry on screen. Uh, um, I, 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 the problem is I don't know how else they could have done it. Um, th- th- there's no real other way of doing it apart from getting someone that looked a bit like him to play him. I don't know. Or, or, or going down the Christian Bale, Matthew McConaughey route. And, and yeah, yeah. That, I think that. I think again, that's a bit overkill for. for it, is extreme, it is extreme, and there's very few that do it. You know, I mean, yeah. Christian Bale literally died doing that. Um, yeah. Genius, but uh, yeah. Um, I think that I think that the the Captain America character, you know, is is pretty sort of down the line. Um, he, he says what you expect him to say. He behaves how yeah. you expect him to behave. He's very predictable. He's a good character, but he's very predictable. Um, but I just think Iron Man. It, it was just amazing. Every you know, listening to him talk and the stuff he comes out with, and he, he was just such a good character. But, I mean, I think he was he was largely modelled, wasn't he, on Elon Musk? The the idea of Tony, how Robert Downey Jr. portrayed Tony Stark. Um, um, they were drawing a lot of parallels with with this extroverted genius who has you know billions and billions and, uh, yeah. and is a, is a is an engineer and a creator and uh, just a, a scientist. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know with that, but I, I, know, I know that the character of Iron Man has was adapted because of Robert Downey Jr. You know, yeah. if, if you look, if you look for it, for example, I know it's it's a pretty obvious thing, but the comics, since he started doing it, he, he started the comics now look like Robert Downey Jr. Whereas yeah. you know, potentially before, um, it just looked like just looked like a, a normal guy, and uh, when Robert Downey Jr. was was started playing him, he kind of played that character, and then the comic became Robert Downey Jr. Uh, as yeah. well, which is which is going to happen, I suppose. To, to be fair, they've all I, think, I, don't, I don't think I, I think some people are just born for certain roles. And I, I mean, I was a big fan of Robert Downey Jr. well before he played Iron Man. I mean, I loved yeah. him in Natural Born Killers. Yeah, with Woody Harrelson, Julia Lewis, the the Oscar yeah. uh, of the Oliver Stone film, Oscar Pistorius. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he was when he played uh, Dwight. Um, was it? He was a reporter, wasn't he? Dwight. Um, I, 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 I saw Natural Born Killers when it came out in about 1998 and I've not never seen it since. Oh, right. <laughs> I, 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 it was one of the things I had to study at university. Was that. Right, no, okay. No, no, I didn't. I studied it in college. Right. And, uh, and um, yeah, his, his part in that is just... He's just so so good, but I think the character of Iron Man. This is why I was I was sort of when I was talking to Fatima afterwards, I was sort of comparing. You know, I was, I was thinking about other films where the casting was just absolutely spot on, and obviously yeah. you think of Harry Potter, don't you? Like who could, who else is going to be Severus Snape other than Alan Rickman? You know, fucking yeah, no yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> um, even like Ron and Hermione and Harry, they're all absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah, the roles the part um and i think like if i compare it to lord of the rings you know i mean those parts i think are a lot easier to to, to position i mean you know if, if you want a wizard find an old man i mean i'm not taking anything away from ian mckellen and, and christopher lee <laughs> uh, or, <sorry>. or, <laughs> if, if you sit down you think right we need some wizards <laughs> yeah. those are the guys aren't they <laughs> an, um, old, an old shakespearean actor let's let's have a think <laughs> As far as, as far as sort of 
you know, uh, Elijah Wood and um, uh, Sean Astin and, and Marion Pippin, Billy Boyd and what was um, Char- Charlie from uh, Lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that is Billy Boyd, isn't it? Uh, no, it's the, he's the Scot- Scottish one. Anyway, um, I think they, they were good for the part, but ultimately a lot of people could have done that role. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, you know, if you're playing the part of the Hobbit, it's quite an, an easily defined role in terms of what's expected as, a, as a, yeah. a character. But I think with the likes of Iron Man, what Robert Downey Jr. did with it um, was just absolutely amazing. I think it was just something he was born to do. And he's, he's very much... I don't know if... I'm not convinced that he has to do that much acting. I think well, there's that, a lot that's... of... Yeah. Well, well, once again, with with because we watched... Last night we watched Iron Man 1 and 2. I know exactly what you mean, and you're right. The only thing that kept going through my head is he's just playing himself. He's not playing yeah. a character. It's maybe an exaggerated, exaggerated version, uh, exaggerated yeah. version of himself. But he is just playing himself. Yeah. Whereas I think, um, obviously, you asked me, you asked me about characters, not actors. But I think, I think Captain America is easily the best, which. And also, if you think of it as a as a narrative story arc, I sound like a right punts now, but as as a, as a as a story arc, I think he has the biggest story arc of of everyone. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, he was in the bloody Second World War, wasn't he? Yeah, I did. I did. Hugo Weaving. That's it. <laughs> also in Lord of the Rings, uh, but uh, I yeah. think um, uh, you know if, if you think of Robert, if you think of Iron Man, sorry, or Tony Stark. He doesn't change that much through the whole thing. He's just a selfish prick. That's all. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's, with a lot of money, <laughs> with a lot of money, <laughs> the I difference. Think, I, I, I think I think that's a little bit unfair to his character. He is selfish, selfish, selfish prick. But yeah. I think he um, he's also the most deeply affected when things go wrong. Like I think he, he he's not considering Captain yeah. America yeah. was literally bred and created for the protection of yeah. uh, America yeah. and then the world. Tony Stark sort of almost accidentally stumbled into it by getting captured. And, and, he, and he, he sort of started becoming Iron Man in that cave because he wasn't prior. He was selling weapons. He was just, an, he was just, yeah. uh, he was just selling weapons around the world. And it, it, it's, it's one of them where the, the owner and found, well, one of the, you know, Founders, was well, his dad was a founder, wasn't he? Of Stark Industries. Yeah. Um, but somebody who owns the company, who has so little notion of what's actually going on within the company, and he starts finding that his missiles are being used to bomb innocent, you know, in, in the Middle East, and yeah. and that's when he has this sort of transformation when he realizes the damage that his company is doing, and he decides to turn it around and and, and do something different with it. But but he he knew. He knew that the um, that the other people were using the weapons. Yeah. It's just at, at that point it hadn't affected him at all. Yeah, it yeah. was only until it affected him personally that he decided to go against it. Yes, that's true. That's um, true. So, you know, and, and, I and, I think, that... and I think going on through everything else, you know, even the sort of sacrifices that he makes in Endgame and Infinity War, you know, he's quite happy for Thanos is because him, he and Pepper survived and they had a kid. He's quite happy for it to stay as it is. Yeah. Um, well, that, 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 I think that's a really interesting element of the Avengers because 
he is and, sort and, of... and the and the only reason why he why he lets them um snap the fingers again is to make sure that his life stays exactly the same you know yeah. when he says bring everyone back but keep everything as it is yeah well it's what's interesting is he's the only one who was actually fully able to benefit away. from what benefit from what happened yeah and i think he knows deep down that he can't honestly continue to live his life knowing that half of all life has been exterminated just yeah. to, just for um so so he can continue his little life on his in his little house with with pepper and his kid i think um, but i think if there was no way of bringing everyone back and keeping it as it is i don't think he would have done it like he couldn't have done it there'd, there'd, there'd have been no way he just said it <laughs> 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 but but you know, but if you know what I mean, and I think the one I, th- I think the one reason why he does it in the end is to make sure it stays as it is. Um, what you mean? You think he clicks his fingers just for the sake of Pepper and his kid? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I, no, you've also got to factor in um, how because Sorry, I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that you? Is that you in a monologue? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like to respond to all ten of your questions <laughs> on that podcast. Um, because of how it felt about Peter Parker as well, and obviously there's there's quite a, a nice, well, a really nice heartwarming connection between Tony Stark and Spider Man, isn't there? And but that that, do, that doesn't happen until he's lost him. Yeah, but again, I think that's very, I think that's a very human element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people do that. Hey, Rostam, people, there's, people no, there's no wrong behavior. answers for this. There's no wrong answers. It's yeah. all personal well, opinion. You know what it's like, though, yeah. People only start behaving, and especially when it comes to this, this is, I, I won't spend too long, because it's quite a morbid point, but, but in reality, people can be like that, where yeah. they might not bother with somebody as much when they're alive, but when they're no, yeah. when, when they're no longer with us, oh, the, you know. And, 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 yeah, I think it's a very human element to Tony Stark. Um. But we'll, we'll we'll move swiftly on from that. No, no, you're um, you're right, you're right. It, it's uh, I'd not thought of it like that, but yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, so that was episode one. Thanks for listening. Um, join us next time, where we'll be talking uh, more about Marvel. Uh, anything in particular that you'd like to discuss, Ross? Next time? No, I think uh, more will occur to me as we go through. Yeah, there's a lot of, I'd like to... a lot of films and a lot of events that we can talk about um, yeah. so in between now and, and now and the next time we sit down and do another episode there'll be more things I do want to touch it in more depth on things like Black Panther and Ant-Man and Captain Marvel and more, more of the ones that we haven't talked about as much but I, I, ho- I hope Scarlett Johansson comes up more yeah you will let's, <laughs> let's put it uh-huh. <laughs> that's right well we'll see you next time and thanks for listening uh, remember to subscribe and then you'll get the uh, latest episode whenever it comes out and uh, if you've any feedback or if you'd like to join us on one of the shows and uh, let us know uh, we do it on zoom you don't have to meet us in person um, which is probably a good thing <laughs> uh, thank you very much and see you next time bye say bye Ross bye there you go I used to sort of, and I think when we first started doing it, I was a little bit more nervous and felt like I had to have a couple of tinnies to loosen up. But um, I, haven't, I haven't actually drank anything in three weeks now, other than, other than uh, water. Really? I've just got me a bottle of water.
So, I wish uh, I could say. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> I'm squeaky clean at the minute. Honestly, I'm sleeping better. I'm doing less. 